0: Welcome to the Wrestle down. Wrestling on down. now! No one will hear that part because I'm going to fade it out and put the, <laughs> the music
1: on top of it. We'd or like, maybe not. We'd like to thank Country Bear Jamboree <laughs> for helping us get ready for this week's episode. This jam with a Y. I don't know how that works, but it is, and it's a bird with a re. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Country Bear Jammery. Running <laughs> You the wrestle down on the Geek Down Network. Coming uh, to you live from the USA Network on Wednesday. <laughs> oh God! I just watched the most recent NXT episode, and there was a lot of uh, you know promoting that, of course, right? Pretty cool. This is a nice like last episode for them to do a tape one.
1: Yeah, it, it it's exciting that NXT is going to get. Uh, a bigger platform, exciting in the kind of like a little bit worrying in some ways, yeah. but more than that, it's going to give exposure to a talented group of core people and mm. working super hard to get more recognition, more attention. Uh, I'm excited at the prospect of 205 Live also potentially getting some more crossover. Yeah, them. I think they're gonna yeah the keep people coming over,
0: you sending people over there, and it's going to be like a it's like a mini uh, regional system.
1: Yeah, very cool. Very cool. I mean, Pete Dunne's already kind of stopped in with NXT. So yeah. After his incredibly long, incredibly successful reign as NXT UK champ, and deciding I don't want to play with Walter anymore, uh, <laughs> he's hanging out in Florida now. I like having a chest that goes out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I don't enjoy two hundred and eighty pound men uh, falling on me. No.
0: Andrea Ripley's also down there. I think it's nice that they
1: can like switch
0: people around as needed. It's, yeah. it's good.
1: It keeps it exciting. I mean, part of me kind of like. Wonders about Kushida going to 205 Live after NXT, but also there's not really a spot for him right now. Yeah. They're building up dudes like Damian Priest and Donovan Dijakovic, so I have every faith that he could hang with those guys, but that's just not the direction they seem to want to go right now. Yeah. I mean, he can go after the 205. I haven't watched 205 yet, but he could go after the the Cruiserweight title, and yep. then
0: he can always come back, or be sent to the NXT UK if he wants to take a European vacation of some kind. Yeah, right. Um, Again... You don't like vacations. Oh, You're just little. You like to sit around. You know, your only vacations when you go to the couch instead of the bed. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. But before that, we got one of WWE's many pay-per-views. <laughs> 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 it is it is surely the champion, the the pay-per-view with the most championships. Uh, on the line. Night of the Clash of the Champions. What? (laughs) 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 But but, but they have so many championships. How are they going to fit all those matches into Okay, well there'll be 11 matches. Yup. And one of them has no title involved. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's going to be on the
1: pre-show. <laughs> oh, my God. How fucking funny would that be? I, in, in so many ways, it would be funny. It also kind of expected for a guy like Eric Rowan, but mm. for Roman Reigns, he'd be like, oh, wow. Yeah. They, they just don't know anymore, dude. Yeah. they? <laughs>
0: He's just... Uh, the month of Connor's Cure uh, stuff, they put him on the pre-show. No, that's not going to happen. No. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, Sunday, uh, uh, September 15th, will be the Night of the Champions, uh, the t- the only WWE pay-per-view event where every championship gets defended, I guess. I think they mo- <laughs> I, f- I feel like they m- usually mostly get defended on like the SummerSlams and uh uh WrestleManias, but they always just build this one as like the one night of the year where every
1: championship is in the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, it, it, your your tone and selling of it is indicative of just like it, you get a little bit of fatigue when mm-hmm. so many programs revolve around just, like, who's going to be champion, I want to be champion, yeah. champion, champion, champion. And to, exactly to your point, like, the tent poles, they usually revolve around that. Like, WrestleMania is almost always headlined by champion versus challenger mm-hmm. in, in some formula. So for this one, yeah, we got ten championships and Roman Reigns fighting for the dignity of... Why didn't you just admit that you tried to kill me? <laughs> just to, It's so weird because that's, like... I
0: mean, that was the most uh, elaborate story they had for the whole thing, so it makes sense that it's there. Because, like, I mean, every other match on the card is essentially just, like... It was declared, like, five weeks ago, and they just had to fill the time mm. for... You know, and they did a pretty good job. I watched Raw this week, and it was pretty good. Yeah. They've, like, done some good work. It's just, like, there's not much story to tell when you're just, like, hey, here's the champion. I have to have a match on this pay-per-view, and it's, it's you this time. Right. And uh, so that's, like... 10 of these stories and then the 11th one is every other story ever told. <laughs> <laughs> just week to week.
1: Just madness. Yep. Like, it it, 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 it's in a way admirable that they almost immediately buried the story of just like, oh, it was a forklift error. Yeah. And then they were just like, it wasn't just a forklift <laughs> error, though. There was intrigue, <laughs> espionage. It was
0: a forklift error, but a human Intention.
1: <laughs> this, oh God! Like, yeah. imagine if, it's like if someone went to catering and was just like, "Peanut butter and jelly is great, but what if we added fish?" Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It's uh, so the match we're talking about is of course Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan, mm-hmm. um, which is a match that took that was they started to build with like a week before SummerSlam. Yep. Um, where Roman Reigns had things fall on him, but he was okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most insane thing of all. He's okay. <laughs> <laughs> things fell on him, and he was like, and everyone was like, "Oh God, Roman, are you okay?" And he's like, "Don't worry about it. Accidents happen." Yeah. And then, um, then a car tried to hit him, and like, and Samoa Joe thought that he was being unfairly blamed. Yeah. For the things falling on him, which and, he was. Yeah. And then, and then Buddy Murphy. Got involved because he was standing near the boxes by being close by, (laughs) so people saw him on the internet Uh. and they were like, "Oh well, we might as well explain this away." So they they did sort of uh, (laughs) with very good matches, but just kind of being like, "But it wasn't really him." Yeah, and they were like, "Well," and he was like, "Ah, it was it was Rowan." And then uh, Daniel Bryan was like, "It wasn't Rowan. I'm gonna investigate this because I'm gonna put my detective hat on. I'm, I'm detective Daniel Bryan." I'm going to munch on cigarettes.
1: And And what a bold move that was in the PG Mattel era of WWE. (laughs) Have Someone come back from CTE, concussion-related injury, chewing the shit out of some nicotine (laughs) sticks. And then he did investigations,
0: and then he found out that Arrow Rowan has a body double. Um... It's like, it's like I'm seeing double for Jim the Anvil Nighthearts. And, um, <laughs> and then uh, fucking Rowan was like, No! It was me! <laughs> <laughs> After all, don't. They never mention that body double ever again. Yeah. They were like, It's just Rowan. And also, I acted without Daniel Bryan's permission. So now I'm going to fight Roman Reigns. And uh, that's
1: where we're at. It it's almost like the pro wrestling version of the Jinx, <laughs> where just like at the very end, instead of like Robert Durst like muttering that he did it in the bathroom, yeah. Aaron was like, "No, very loudly, I did it, <laughs> and I should go to jail, but I won't because I can't be touched because I'm a six foot eight vintner. <laughs> I'm too big to to fall into jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's playground logic yeah. at some point. Yeah, yeah, he tried to push his toys onto Roman. He tried to run his toys into Rowan, Roman. Roman. Oh god, and that all oh, that. I know we mentioned that last week. It's going to be very difficult. The I can't wait in in a sense for the announce team yeah. to try to get it right because Michael Cole just fails like it's his job. Renee Young, I'm I'm sure is going to do better than the other three, but like Corey Graves and oh Corey Graves is going to make well, mistakes and not make them. I
0: think it. I mean Graves will sprout will be on the the calling it, but um, fucking I think it might be Tom Phillips because it's a SmackDown storyline, right? So it'll be. Tom, Corey, and you're uh, right. Yeah, in Saxon. So Roman, I mean, Roman, Roman, Roman. it's still gonna be super. I-, I would love to hear just an audio feed of that match, just to hear how mu- how well it matches up with what's uh, actually happening on screen. Here comes red leather versus yellow leather. Yeah, but hey, I mean, that think this could be like I'm looking forward to this a little bit at least because I think it could be like Rowan's breakout moment. Yeah, if anyone can like make Rowan's uh. Um, offense look believable and make him look like a
1: real monster it's Roman yeah so yeah I mean Roman you've you've been saying this for years at this point with how much uh Roman had just been placed as the figurehead of the company and like the mainstay and everything else that he just he's very good at consistently having very good upper mid card to main event level matches so you might as well give a rub to somebody like Rowan who they are determined not to give up on yep so yeah. I think it'll be fine I I'm not I'm it on a, ma- on a match card where it's all le- 10 title matches, I yeah. can't say I'm looking forward to this the most, but I think it's going to no, be fun. I'm not looking forward the most. And also, I think, like, we're
0: also still at the point where I don't think they want to push Roman too hard. Yeah. And so I they think they're just, like, throwing these, like, smaller challenges at him. Mm-hmm. So I expect him to win this, but, but maybe mm-hmm. Roman will surprise us and have a good match. Yeah. Uh, so we also got the Cruiserweight Championship match, Drew Gulak versus... Versus Lince Dorado versus Humberto Carrillo. I haven't been watching 205 live, but those names are very good. Oh yeah, I know that. I know the relationship between Drew and uh, Humberto, which makes me very excited. What's their relationship? Um, when Humberto first came to 205, he kind of partnered up with, excuse me, Gulak and Gallagher mm-hmm. uh, as sort of like you know, well, oh, we're taking you under our wing, and then. Uh, you know, uh Guac was like, "You can't jump off the top." You know, you know how he is. You can't jump off the top rope. You, know, you, know yep. you, you got to win with submission holds in, and and mat wrestling the way I do is the right way. Yep. And then Humberto uh, was like, "Well, I'm a luchador," and uh in that voice, <laughs> <laughs> "Wow, wow,
1: <laughs> I'm yeah. a big old ninja, shooting star press, <laughs> 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 Phoenix Black, very loud spot calling."
0: <laughs> so, um. And so they, like, feud it over that, and uh, I don't know how Wednesday fits into it, but I mean, he's amazing. Mm. So fucking give it to me. That's <laughs> <laughs> You, Dennis, give me this match Okay, right now. Uh,
1: as I furiously <laughs> draw this match on paper, um, Drew Gulak is, he, he's an excellent grappler, he's an excellent submission artist. His yeah. guest spots in NXT were very exciting with yeah. him and that Riddle, him and Kushida, and he's finally gonna building a little bit of a legacy with his title run. Um, Let's say Dorado's an interesting choice, just because I think this is his first challenge for the Cruiserweight title. Yeah, I mean, he's mostly been in, like,
0: the um, Lucha House Party. And just partying all day and all night, uh, noisemakers and everything, keeping the neighbors up. Yeah. Um, but it's not a lot of training. It's
1: no. Which is not what it looks like. <laughs> a lot of losing to the Viking Raiders and the uh, Revival. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be an interesting spot in a similar sense of, like, Rowan's opportunity to break out. This is Lince's opportunity to kind of springboard his way, haha, to some more acclaim. And I like Umberto. I thought he was super interesting in NXT as Raul Mendoza's tag partner. Yeah. I think this is a better opportunity for him to stand out on a smaller roster. And... Kind of, he almost feels like a WWE pet project of just mm. like, well, he doesn't really, he's too young to really have an established name on it in a different, smaller fed. Yeah. So he's going to be one of our products. He'll, he's going to be what we wanted Dolph Ziggler to be. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, everybody with like, a, every male Latino star tries to, they try to push him as like an X-Ray Mysterio and see how it fits it. It doesn't work, mm. but I think he's, he can be something special. Ninja Mysterio. I'm yeah. there for it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that should be good. I think Uke retains. Yeah. Because uh, two two jumpy guys cancel each other out. They love to do that.
1: <laughs> Basic chemistry. Yeah. If anyone remembers that
0: from high school, uh, two altitudes end up. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Breaking Bad, and it was in uh, season one, episode four, the Luchador <laughs> episode. Two, yeah, two flippy guys, uh, and then one ground guy. You know, it's 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 science. while <laughs> Walt taught it in his class. It's, it's high school chemistry when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, no jumping off the top rope. <laughs> oh, Only pizzas go up there. Condell <laughs> uh, the Championship match: Shinsuke versus The Miz. I don't. I haven't been watching SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, yeah. Um, I got deep into Barry.
1: I've been binging that. I can't watch SmackDown. Fair enough. <laughs> I. It's it's one of those matches where the WWE it the WWE is so powerful with its messaging behind how they position people yeah. that. The Miz has gone from, like, vengeful, fired-up babyface at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. who seemed like he was going to put a stop to Shane McMahon's skullduggery, to nothing. Yeah. He's not doing a thing. And, I mean, Shinsuke, as champion, could really use, you know, more of an opportunity to kind of cement himself as a champion versus just kind of holding a title. Yeah. Um, he beat Finn Balor, a really very little fanfare, and... Now he's got Miz. Um, it's interesting because he's got Sami Zayn kind of running around the yeah, ring. Yeah, he's, he's doing the, um, the Lashley-Leah uh, Rush thing again. Right, which I... It's one of those things of just like... I, I don't necessarily want to see Sami Zayn taking L's all the time, so it's not he's the, the worst thing. Yeah. Um, but it's just very interesting that he's paired up with Nakamura, who can talk. He just has an accent, and they just hate that for whatever reason.
0: Yeah. Um, I think
1: part of it's the crowd's butt chanting anybody with an accent yeah. to hell, which, you
0: know, stop doing that, you fan, audience members who yeah. do that, who are probably not listening to this show. But if you are, and you butt chanted somebody with an accent, pour my beer on you. Yeah. And it's, it's non alcoholic, so you're not going to enjoy it. No, you're just going to be sticky and sad, which <laughs> I think is what Miss is going to be after he gets <clears throat> kinshasa in the head. I think so. I don't know. I kind of think there might be a chance that Miz takes it. It's like fifty-fifty. It's such a it's such a throwaway feud yeah. that like it's whatever. Whoever mm-hmm. wins it, they haven't put the Intercontinental title on TV for more than a week at a time for like most of the year. Yeah. So it's hard to really care. Which is too bad. It's one of their most uh, renowned titles.
1: Yeah, I I fell down a, a, a network rabbit hole on Tuesday and was watching some episodes of Chronicle, mm. um, which I hadn't really checked out before. And one of the ones that I caught was uh, Shinsuke's, and I saw that one. Yeah, it was very good, and like it, it felt like it was kind of scatological of just like they didn't really know what type of story they wanted to tell with him. So it was just like here's Shinsuke eating some barbecue, here's Shinsuke surfing, here's Shinsuke winning some matches. Yep. Yeah. Um. So I, I really wish that there was just more three dimensional fleshing out of his character to wanna see him win or lose more. But I'm glad stuff like that exists so I can get excited and in prep for events like Clash.
0: Yeah. Um, I think somebody brought up that Miz is, like, one of the only guys who could beat Jericho's record for uh, most Intercontinental title runs. Yeah. So, like, that's part of me. It's like, oh, they're gonna fucking do that. But, I mean, if they do that, maybe that means Shinsuke wins it a couple more times. Right. And Miz, they traded a bunch. Um, So, next thing up in the mid-card title branch of this card. <laughs> uh, the United States Championship match, AJ Styles versus Cedric Alexander. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, I mean, they've been just... They've been feuding for a couple... At least one pay-per-view cycle now. Right. They they had a match at SummerSlam. It was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this could be better. <laughs> Maybe.
1: Wait, Styles and uh, Alexander had a SummerSlam match? Because you're thinking of a Ricochet.
0: Oh, fuck, I am. Oh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> Two flippy, two guys who like would be on the two. Five. You. You're right. You're right. Cedric is, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm racist. Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
1: we did it. We had a breakthrough. Um, well, that's the thing. I I was putting some notes and thoughts together with this. Of yeah. just like it does kind of feel like they just kind of substituted one for the other, which yeah is not a service to Cedric or Ricochet. They're very no. different, but. They're also known for... I
0: forgot that Ricochet was busy with the King of the Ring tournament this whole time. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: Which Cedric was in as well, but like they both just exited at different times. Yeah, um,
0: Ricochet made it deeper into it. Yeah. Enough new styles.
1: Yep, yep. Because um, him and Joe got tied up with Corbin. <laughs> um, which, hilariously, it, that's not even happening on this pay-per-view. Yeah. For a clash of champions, they don't consider a, a crown a championship. No, yeah. So, but yeah. Um, Alexander is finally after what seems like months, because it was, of not yeah. really doing anything for moving from uh, 205 Live to Raw, not running around with, like, the Scooby-Doo gang trying to chase the 205 Live title, he's gonna get some shine from AJ. Yeah, I'm actually, yeah, okay, so I'm excited for this one. Yeah.
0: Um, I think that they, they could they could probably have a better match than AJ and Ricochet, honestly. Yeah. I think Cedric's got a little bit more, like, uh he's more of a base for you know,
1: Styles' of offense.
0: Um, yeah. Wow, I can't believe I confused the two. Um,
1: I, I had this down as like I think there are there's five matches on here that could absolutely steal the night mm. and like two of them you would kind of expect but this one feels like the sleeper of the five yeah and I think that Cedric has more to gain by looking good uh, let alone winning right so if he's wise enough which I think that he is he's going to do his friggin damnedest opposite styles similar to almost like his breakup performance in the cruiserweight classic yeah
0: honestly you would put. You put any of the 205 guys, like, in a main roster position, they know how to get the crowd on their side and, like, put uh, a match together that'll get them and the, their opponent over. Yeah. So, you know, this could have been any. This could have been Buddy Murphy or Ali, and it would have been great anyway. Yeah. So.
1: It's a fascinating ecosystem in hindsight, 205 Live now, because, yeah. like, it's almost like they've made the master storytellers for, like, dead or just, like, quiet crowds. Yeah. So now they can just pump them up, which AJ's always been good at anyway.
0: Right. He's had like some, I mean, he's been on the main roster long enough that that's not quite there. Yep. But like the 205 guys are just constantly just going to these dead audiences and then picking them up. Uh, I mean, Ali got over night one against mm-hmm. day O'Brien. Uh, when he on SmackDown. Yep. Uh, let's see. So next up, we got the Women's Championship, but it's in a Tag Team Championship. Yep. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross mm-hmm. versus Fire and Desire. I'm. I guess I'll wear my my Alexa Bliss shirt on, uh, on Sunday. Woo! Again. Um, at the Whole Steady Show. <laughs> <laughs> it's what she'd want. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, this has been building for a little while, mm. uh, and they, you know fought on SmackDown a bit. And now they'll get their chance. I'm happy they have a tag division that has uh, a couple teams on it. Uh, It's just not... uh, There's not a lot of variation
1: there. But I think this could be really good. This is, my friend, uh, two diametrically opposed forces clashing. Coffee versus donuts.
0: (laughs) Keaton! You don't drink coffee, but you got donuts in your lungs. (laughs) That's kind how, that's how uh, they did x-rays on him, and uh, that's what his asthma looks like. Little donuts in his
1: lungs. Aww, <laughs> that's really adorable. Yeah, right buddy? Okay. I'm well, ready. I mean, in his, in his honor, then, I'm going to be uh, rooting for fire and desire, but yeah. I feel like this is one of those feuds that's, uh, like, embryonic in that yeah. um, they'll be, I don't know, some kind of way to get them back together, which I'm not opposed to while they're Same. trying to, like, beef up the background. Um, I like. I saw a poster today of um, it was for the Royal Rumble, and they're offering travel packages and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, one of the things I noticed is that uh, all the four horsewomen are in there with like a smattering of all the male guys, and then Ember Moon. And I was just like, "Oh, Naomi, where are you? Mm-hmm. Oh so my god, like, yeah, oh, she would have been there, and there." So, like that part I've been waiting for for a while. Of if you're going to have tag titles, why not just do something with the. More with, like, the those you have. Like, the Kabuki Warriors obviously come to mind. as like, already a team. Yeah. But I really want to see Naomi and Carmella come together. Yeah, I so, know. I want that. I, I mean, I want
0: Naomi to be just a tag team with anybody yeah. at this point. Uh, if she's not going to go for a singles title. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Just not, a, not as a Funkadactyl again. We yeah. don't need to. Oh, but, like, Naomi versus a heel Bailey would be really good. Right? That would be a good, like, December pay-per-view where, like, nobody, you know it's kind of off their radar a little bit, kind of just a filler feud, but it would be very a very good match. Yes, yes. So maybe they, we can look forward to that if they remember that she's on the roster still. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> but,
1: yeah, and in the meantime, I feel like Fire and Desire only get better the more that they're wrestling, yeah. especially Sonya Deville. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think this is going to be good. Nikki Gross continues to get great. Yeah. Um, and Alexa Bliss. It, it's always interesting where I feel like Alexa Bliss and Charlotte and... Pretty much most of the horsewomen, with the exception of Bailey, have been championed so often, I wonder where's the next level for them. Yeah. So, I like that Alexa Bliss is kind of, almost like a pioneer, but more in the sense of just kind of like a builder for the right. tag titles, so that they can mean more.
0: Yeah, because they already give a shit about
1: her, yeah. whereas like with Sasha and Bailey, it was kind of just
0: thrown into the background.
1: Here's a biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I... It just makes me sad, but you're right. Like, they don't use a lot of tag teams, with like, Fire and Desire is one of their few very, uh, established ones. So, I'm happy for them to get this. I think this could be a good match. Mm. Um, and then for the SmackDown... Oh, they made a typo. It's for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, we got Bailey versus Charlotte Flair. Woo! Yeah, which could be pretty good.
1: That's my girl. Yeah. She, yeah, she doesn't realize she's a bad guy yet. <laughs> um... It's, yeah, I feel like this is match number two that could really steal the night. Yeah, um, these two had bangers in NXT. They have incredible chemistry. They're their incredible.
0: Uh, their match on the main roster for the Raw title where Bailey won uh, was very good. Yeah,
1: so I mean they have a ton of comfort with each other. the The dynamics feel like they're in flux, where like one's on the way to being a hero, or not a hero, but just kind of like less evil, and one's on the way to being corrupted. Yep. So, I it. It's a match we've seen before, but I feel like they're going to take it in new directions. Um, I am hoping, kind of like playing off of what you were saying last week, that like the inflatable men mm-hmm. become more evil, yeah, and have like knife hands or like evil eyebrows. I hope that it's like the picture
0: of Dorian Gray, where like no matter like Bailey gets more evil, but then the, the inflatable men get more fucked up <laughs> over time. <laughs> I think it's cool because it's like a match that we've we've seen a few times, but it's like been. It's gotta be like two or three years since we've seen them in a singles match against each other, yeah. Especially in a at a pay per view, right? Um, so yeah, this is a good one. I can't uh, can't wait for it. And we also have the other four, two horse women, um, non MMA edition uh, for the Raw Women's Championship
1: in a horse match. <laughs> well,
0: guest referee Adam <laughs> Page is <laughs> um, Becky Lynch. Versus Sasha Banks, yeah, which i fucking. I've been wanting this on the main roster since. I mean, they all got called up, right? I don't think we got. um, I don't think even during the Team Bad Sorority Submission (laughs) (laughs) the era, we ever really got these two to like face each other. Not since like NXT, really, right? And like, I think Sasha seems like motivated and happy to be back again. Becky's always, you know, fighting to
1: keep her spot on top. Yep. So I think
0: this, this is this could be the best match on the card.
1: Yeah, this is, like, in no particular order, this is, like, the third match of the five where I was just like, this could be mind-blowing. Um, Sasha is, this is her final form. Like, yeah. Sasha as a heel is best Sasha. She is incredibly motivated um, in her time off. I'm sure she'd been training. This is, like, a lot of people have been saying, like, this is the first feud since Becky won the title that really feels like it could be a challenge for her. Yeah, because and, Lacey Evans was not cutting it. No, no. No, she was not. But uh, Becky could do it, and like Natalia had an opportunity as well. But Sasha's like, it, it's so interesting. I this feels like the first challenger who could actually beat Lynch.
0: Yeah, because like she's the bigger, she's a big enough name and popular enough. Whereas Natalia is like a good hand, and Lacey is is so green,
1: she's shitting kale mm-hmm. in the ring, like imagine if you watched grass grow and then told it to do an arm <laughs> I think the arm, arm drag right Keenan? Would the
0: arm drag? Would the grass do a good arm drag? What? I don't know. Good boy.
1: Yeah. You agree with me. Um, But yeah I mean they they made magic down in NXT to your point I don't think they've ever faced off one-on-one. No. Um, if they if they have it would have been like on Raw for five minutes at, right. at most. So they've had years of main roster experience to put on hella good matches. Sasha's main event at a pay-per-view, Becky's main event at WrestleMania. Yep. So they can bring all of that experience to bear in a title tilt. It's yep. Great. Yeah, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a really interesting one to watch.
0: I am mostly worried that one or both of those matches are gonna end with like Sasha and Bailey helping each other. Yeah. But I still think like the lead up to that will be really good. Oh yeah. Um so then we got the SmackDown Tag Team Champions New Day versus The Revival.
1: Mm. That's going to be fucking fire. That's the thing, is that like this is match four or five, where I'm just like, no one's really expecting a lot from this. No, So yeah. I feel like this is especially where a guy like Xavier Woods, who's fiercely creative, and The Revival, who are workhorses, and Biggie, who can more or less do anything, yep. um, have an opportunity to take a blank canvas and make a masterpiece. Yes, if they give them the time, and
0: they don't book it like some comedy bullshit. Yep. Like, the Revival slip on some pancakes. And wow! Then, and uh, in a schoolboy um, position, and then the New Day just win it that way. Yep. As long as something like that doesn't happen, and they just let them be the great tag teams. Like, this is a dream match in a lot of ways. Yeah. So I'm excited for this one. Um, like... Oh. There's a good chance that it'll wind up on the pre show and I'll miss it. But uh, <sighs> whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, this is one of those matches where Biggie's big. I, one of Biggie's big spots in matches is where he tackles people through uh, middle ropes to the outside of the ring. Yeah. The, this is one of those things where I feel like they're so good at storytelling, both of these teams, that you could build to a pop like that. Mm. Um, Shatter Machine's an excellent finisher. Uh, yeah. I This match would have to try to fail. Yeah. I mean, they. Yeah, exactly.
0: And WWE loves to try. No. To fail. No. <laughs> um, let's see. The third to last match we got is the WWE Championship match. Kofi versus Randy Stupid. Orton. Stupid. <laughs> uh, this one, I, you know, we saw last month that it wasn't great. No. um, well, It was fine, but not great. But I, I, I don't know what it is about Randy Orton, but he's like so athletic mm. that every time I'm like, he could do a good match. He just doesn't want to. Right. And then I'm like, but this month, he might want to. That's like every match going in. I'm like, this could be good. And then it's like, oh, it's slow. It's uh, mostly him scowling and taunting and then uh, an arcade out of nowhere or a double count out. Right. I hope they kick each other in the nuts and we have the few keep going that way.
1: Oh, God. To, to wish that on us <laughs> after because oh, like the, the Shinsuke Chronicle I watched was all before the nut kicking right so yeah. it was so hopeful I know
0: I remember it was like right after it was before WrestleMania right yeah. before he won the Rumble oh yeah right after he won the Rumble it's,
1: yeah it basically starts when he wins the Rumble and then leads up to Mania so like for for Kofi and Orton now of like <laughs> I I feel like because so much so much anticipation was built up for the Summerslam match that didn't deliver yeah I'm good with this ending yeah um, me too. For, yeah.
0: Yeah. I also I, don't buy... It's weird because Orton's won the title so
1: many times, but I don't buy him as the guy taking the title off of Kofi. Yeah. Um, but, but, like, I I agree with that, and that's what my heart wants, because I'm yeah. just like, if Kofi's going to lose, if Kofi is going to come to an end where he's, he's still hot, yeah. then y- you got to put it on a guy you're either going to heat up or who can make that heat even bigger. And Orton's, like... He's just there. He, yeah. You can go to him whenever you want. Mm-hmm. He's been world champion a bunch of fucking times. He's held every title. He's had every kind of feud. The only thing he hasn't done is have like, a slew of gimmicks. He's just been slightly more aggressive Randy Orton each yeah. time. So, I, the whole, ah, you talked about my family thing. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I'm good with that. I'm hoping Kofi goes over strong, and then we move on to whatever the next chapter is for Kofi Mania. Yeah. I mean, I, I imagine it'll be something like, well, I mean, we got
0: Survivor Series coming up, so mm. oh no, hell in a Cell. So we've got a few months of probably filler, honestly. Yeah. Before the Rumble, and then we kind of solidify into something. Which maybe, hey, maybe yeah. one of the new other New Day guys wins the Rumble, and then we get something
1: interesting for Mania. Oh I, yeah, I'd, I'd be down for Big E versus Kofi. Yeah. But I mean, filler. Hell yeah, that's when you get dudes like McIntyre mm-hmm. or Andrade yeah. or Ali being like, hey, Kofi. Yeah, actually, I would love uh, Ali to you
0: know a nice face versus face thing. Yep, uh, Around hell in a cell, but not hell in a cell itself. Right. Um. So then, uh, second to last, we got Raw Tag Team Championship match. Uh, Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. Wait a minute. Yep. Seth Rollins is more than seven years old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <what>? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not Nicholas. Um. Versus yep. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. This. Oh <laughs> this, boy. This screams bub. Uh, I'm probably opening match, yeah. Just because, like, I mean, it ties into the match, uh, the main event, Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman.
1: It, it feels like that's the only way it can go. Yeah. And God, like, for for all the criticism and all the just kind of like head scratching decisions of booking any of WWE's tag teams, yeah, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> yeah. I it, Why? Like, Ziggler's coming off of getting pancaked by Goldberg and Miz. Yeah. So, like, he had nothing. Yeah. And then Rude was just sometimes 24-7 champions, sometimes just not around. Yeah. And then they won a tag
0: team gauntlet. Yep. I know. They won a tag team against actual tag teams. Yeah? Yeah. Which, like, wow. I they, know. It's real. It's really, like... I mean, I imagine they were, like... Backstage at catering and they were like I've been doing this like 15 years I've been doing this like 15 years high five and then Vince was like you guys you guys got chemistry and then based on a high five or something like that yeah. and then they just fucking they're in the they're also like a team that could face Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman and not distract from them I guess yeah. but like why would you do it yeah it's weird it's really weird I don't know what maybe they hate Dolph Ziggler and he <laughs> hates wrestling and they just He's just in this contract, and he's got to he's got to pump out some dates. Yep. Like I have no idea what they're doing with this, um, other than it's basically just a uh, it's kind of a mega
1: power story. Yep. Um, but like condensed to one night. Oh god, yeah. Sort of. I mean, it, it feels like the the best way to serve the story and build up interest and intrigue for Rollins versus Strowman is to have them lose for yeah. whatever reason. Right. One of them turns on the other. One of them makes a mistake. One of them blames the other for the loss. It, yeah. It doesn't seem like it could go any other way. And if they end up beating Ziggler and Rude,
0: who the fuck did they beat? <laughs> yeah, I think I do think
1: that I do think they keep the titles. Yeah. Um,
0: but I think like I I don't I think this is a step one for this feud. And like they they keep the titles, but the tensions keep rising, or like something happens where Seth like Seth keeps the title, but Braun's still the top contender somehow. Right There's some like shenanigans.
1: And honestly, I feel like the shenanigans are, are, are really going to blossom in the main event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, it's the two of them. It's the universal title on the line. The Fiend, They have done something where they've already announced like the next number one contender ahead of the results of a title match, which doesn't really happen a ton with WWE. No, yeah. So I feel like The Fiend kind of has to get involved in some way. Right. I don't know if it's going to be like him just doing a post-match promo after whoever wins. I feel like he's going to get involved, and it's going to be the three of them in Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Because I've i thought about this, I've read about this, of just, like, they don't seem to want to put the main title on Strowman. They mm-hmm. want to seem to treat him like a, an attraction and yeah. like a sometimes guy, so... Yeah, and if I think they will eventually,
0: but not yet. Right. It's not now.
1: So I don't know exactly what causes it, but I don't think we're going to get a clean finish. I think that this builds to a triple threat Hell in a Cell with The Fiend, uh, Strowman, and Rollins, and I think that Strowman takes the loss in that match. Yeah. So I think that... This is my fifth match that could really break out because I think there's so... There's, like, a lower amount of expectation, which feels weird for, like, the main event of a show. Yeah. But it's two guys that are ridiculously different size. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get CrossFit Jesus versus 400 pounds of wife. Yep. And, like, you could tell a match of, like, eight minutes of Strowman uh, slamming Rollins, which they've done before. You could do Seth Rollins overcoming the odds, mm-hmm. which he's done against Lesnar and a bunch of other bigger, stronger opponents, yep. but... It, it, this feels like a footnote. It feels like, you know, a step before a more intricate story. Yeah. I forgot about the that they announced uh, Bray Wyatt for Hell in a Cell. Mm.
0: So, yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a triple threat in yep. the end. But um, it's I it's weird because I feel like in some ways it's kind of do-or-divers Roman. Yeah. Because he hasn't had, like, a real breakout match in a very long time. Not since his feud with Roman, really. Right. Um, But I think he can look strong and still lose or have some fucking double count out bullshit happen. Yeah. I don't know. Um it's not it's not the most exciting feud, but hey, it's fun. I did have um uh a fucking a laugh at uh, Seth Rollins saying something like I'm not like I I'm he said something about his former tag partners like turning on him or something like that or like feeling like uh, he's, he's not going to turn on his tag partners or some shit like that. And I was like, I don't know, man, you've had a lot of feuds where your tag partner, your tag champion partner has been like, uh, you know, trying to stab you in the back. Yeah. I think that's, he's the common denominator yep. in my opinion. So he's the spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think Clash Champions could be pretty good. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not going to watch it live cause I got that concert go to, yep. but I am kind of looking forward to the majority of these matches.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. On that paper. The, uh, almost every one of them has the, uh, an opportunity to really deliver in kind of be match of the night. I think there's five more than any yeah. of the rest of them. Yeah. Um, it, it's weird because this this pay-per-view had more time leading up to it than the other ones have. Yeah. But it also feels like there's not a lot of fanfare behind it. No.
0: There's like no... There, like we said at this uh, start, there's not really much story for a lot of these views. No. It's just like they just... Declared these people to be the number one contenders. Yep, and these people happen to be the champions at the time.
1: It almost feels like in matches where it's like a lull in the season, similar to like when we saw uh, Orange Cassidy does a thing or maybe not in mm-hmm. in April of just like this is where you could almost bust out the gimmick here matches. Like I would love to in in the place of like some of these matches, see like a dodgeball match. Yeah, where it's just like something <laughs> like different and gimmicky. But if the gimmick is the titles, then that's what we're doing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. There's
0: no. There's no gimmick matches on here, just straight one-on-one, um, except for the one-three-way that's probably going to be on the pre-show. Yep. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Maybe it's because like, they got uh, LSL and Survivor Series back-to-back, and presumably TLC. I haven't looked at the pay schedule, but it might be three gimmick pay-per-views in a row, right. so you might as well do this one where people don't have to kill themselves to entertain us. Yep. Um, but yeah, should be good, and that's... The only wrestling that's happening this weekend mm. that's like you know that we're gonna be able to watch live, I think. Yeah, I this, mean uh, AEW coming is coming in like two weeks, and NXT is gonna be live on Wednesday. Yep, for he- half of the show.
1: Yeah, I mean progress is building up and promoting that uh, Mustache Mountain are gonna fight Riddle and Keith Lee right. this weekend. Yes, yeah, but that wh- won't be. Well, I don't. I don't have a progress account. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Oh, I don't either. And yeah.
1: like the whole time difference with England. Oh, true. Messes me up, but yeah. I mean, that's exciting around other wrestling... I mean, other notable things in the world of wrestling. Jay White's the uh, IWGP Intercontinental champ. Did he win it, or did he just steal it? I thought he stole it. I, I couldn't tell. Yeah. So,
0: like, okay, did he steal it instead of win it? I thought he just stole the title. I don't know. I haven't been watching New Japan, because it's, like, Road to Kizuna or whatever, and I'm like, I, they they just... Up, after the subtitle fiasco that Stardom had, they've, they've settled everything, everything's good, but then they just uploaded a bunch of fucking matches, mm. like four shows in a row, Just and I'm just wait, working my way through those, and I'm watching Barry, and I gotta watch uh, Cannon Busters for the Geek Town on Saturday. So my plate's kind of full for New Japan's, like, Road 2 shows, but I'm pretty sure he's not actually a champion yet. Okay. Uh, I can, I mean, you can look it up on your phone while uh, I'll, I'll, I'll riff. Uh, this this show's brought to you by the Bear County Jam. Um... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's actually it's it's actually a, a county uh, where there are bears and they like to jam uh, they've, they've, they grew up listening to fish um, a lot of fish some Dave Matthews band. so it's not like the best jam but it's like good jam <laughs> <laughs> It's like you know it's not like you're not gonna be a deadhead and follow them on tour but if you're in town at Bear County, you get into that county and they'll give you a ticket and uh, you they're bears. I'm going gonna, gonna to level with you. You're going to have to play dead a little bit uh, so that they don't eat you and freak out.
1: Cannot emphasize enough. They're bears. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but, like, everyone's on mushrooms. It's a good time. If bears on mushrooms, it, it's fucking weird. Like I said, if you're careful, you'll be safe. But that goes for all of life. All of life. If you're just careful, you're safe. Um, relatively. There's always the off chance that, you know, you'll get mauled by a bear while enjoying some sweet grooves,
1: Cheers, philosophical moments. <laughs> so
0: yeah, this is uh that this is they're sponsoring this episode of the podcast, and uh, we'll see if they come through for next episode. Um, <sighs> fucking bears, <laughs> they, um, they don't have the same currency as we do, um, so I don't know if they can really afford more than one episode. But I thought I'd give them uh lend them a hand. They got they got fuzzy ears like Keaton, and you know. He needs he needs brothers and friends.
1: Paid us on a lot of honey dip salmon, so thank you for that. And marmalade.
0: Mmm. Like
1: the Buddy Paddington. Excellent. Um, so confirmed, Tetsuya Naito is still yes. IWGP yeah. Intercontinental. Yeah, I thought he just
0: he just stole the title and taunted Naito, so he's not. uh he's he hasn't gotten. well, If he gets this title, he'll have won most of the singles titles that he's eligible for in New Japan. Yep, that'd be pretty wild. Yeah,
1: the only one would be the Never One, which at this point, if the U.S. title, which I would argue, like, vacillates between meaning more and not, yeah. um, he's won all the major ones, and he could be a tag champion, but I was thinking about that on the way over, just like, it's one tag team <laughs> in all of yeah. New Japan right they now. Can't,
0: they have two breakout single stars, and they can't y- use them in that capacity, because they don't have... Uh, they don't have enough tag teams. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Jay White, like mid to end of his career, like he'll wind up a tag champ right. of some kind. Like when he's, you know, two a young light or lion or some shit. But mm-hmm. like
1: not now, certainly not uh, yet. It's so strange because I feel like they have guys that they could just throw together and just like prop up to fight God. Like why yeah. not just have Kojima and Tenzon just messing with them? Yeah, but they don't. Yano and anybody else in yep. chaos. Yeah, Yano and Yoshihashi. Just yep. like, if Yoshihashi going to get keep getting back up, you might as well have a whoopee cushion under him every so often.
0: He <laughs> should have, seriously, the uh, pad, the ring pad, yeah, turnbuckle pad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's uh, this weekend, and then uh, we'll see what the fuck else is happening. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just I don't. I don't know what else happened. I'm I'm neck deep in a uh, five star Grand Prix stuff right now. So yeah. Um, I'm glad that they got the subtitles working, by the way, because they like there was some there was a Mayu Iwatani versus uh, Natsu Sumiri match that had some good uh, promo stuff in the beginning, mm-hmm. where Natsu was like, "It was one year ago in this very venue that I fought Mayu Iwatani and I lost, and I'm very serious about winning this time." And then they cut to Mayu's promo, and she's like. One year ago, Natsu Sumire knocked me, or locked me out of the venue. This time I gotta watch out for his sneaky tricks. <laughs> <laughs> it was good stuff. I like it. Yeah. Um, fun stuff, if you got stardom, fucking watch that shit. They're, they've straightened everything out. Um, they even kept, uh, a par- Tam Nakano apparently doesn't uh, know what a bumblebee is. Or no, butterfly. She kept saying buttonfly, but it is butterfly. Aww. Uh Yeah. It's adorable. She- it's very fun. Mm. Um, good, lighthearted wrestling. So, we ready for segment mania? Segment mania! Ooh, yeah. Um, so for this one, I decided that we would uh, have a, a fun one where I said, if you had a wrestling genie uh, and he granted you three wishes, what would you wish for? Do
1: do 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 do. We don't have the rights. No. Um. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I, I put a lot of thought into it. I asked the- Bear County to jam to uh, try to do a cover, but it was 47 hours long. Oh my god. And mostly guitar solos.
1: Edited. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um you, how do you want to do this? Do you want to do it like uh, all three, do you want to do one and one? Oh, we'll, we'll go back and forth. All right. So, I'm going to save my best one for last. I fe- my very first one was any event that spans more than 3 hours. Uh, fans spontaneously have the most comfortable seating manifest underneath them. Ooh, I
0: like that. Over, but over three hours, does that include when they tape an event before RAW? Because that would bring it up to about three and a half hours. Exactly. Uh, okay. So you hit the three-hour mark, and boom, pulp is on chair. <laughs> you get a you get a comfy chair for half an hour.
1: Raw audience,
0: <laughs> <laughs> smacked-out audience. You get it for the dark match.
1: That's right. In my mind, I was imagining, like, an arena of, like, I don't know, twenty to 50,000 people, and everyone is just kind of, like, very carefully spaced out. And then, like, popcorn, you're just like, oh, my God, everyone's comfortable but crowded.
0: <laughs> oh, no, the one guy got here late. <laughs> oh, his, his, he missed the pre-show, and now he has to wait an hour for the chair.
1: Oh, I didn't even
0: think about people getting left out if they were late. That makes it so much better. <laughs> Oh, God, that's a good one. Um, my, the one that inspired me to ask this was that I wish every time that there's like a dirt sheet report that like Vince McMahon got to the arena where they're doing SmackDown tonight at 5 p.m. And he just tore up the script and rewrote himself. I want to see what that first draft was. Yeah. Or like the original draft before he tore it up. Because I, I bet that as much as we shit on Vince, I bet he's saving us from some shitty ideas as just as much as he's like inserting his own fucking weird quirks. Into whatever we're watching. Oh yeah! Like I bet that there's some, some insane. Thing. Also, I would know what exactly this Daniel Bryan, uh, Roman Reigns, uh, Eric Rowan triangle is supposed to be.
1: What was it supposed? Yeah. I mean, how many times in a modern era can you get an idea in real time of like this is really convoluted and stupid to the point where someone loses their job over it?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's insane because like I mean, it's partially it's got to be partially his fault for you know rewriting the scripts. It seemed like every week he was, like, getting pissed off and just rewriting a script. And SmackDown suffered for it. Yep. But I also want to know what the writing team was up to. Because I also bet they had some, like, crazy shit that would be fun to watch. Um, that we'll never know. Yep. Uh, or maybe we'll know five years from now when they're all not working for WWE and have their own podcast. Right. Uh, maybe we can have them on this one. I don't know. Maybe. They can, to Keaton, make friends with writers. Okay? He's right. on it your homework He put his detective cat
1: on No don't eat those cigarettes <laughs> No cigarettes You already have asthma
0: Oh I already have to give you medicine Every day Him and his donut lungs Yeah Little man mm. uh,
1: Yeah so what's your next one uh, this, is, this is the most fun one That I had um, At random The edge of the mat Otherwise known as The hardest part of the ring mm. um, Becomes the springiest part Of the
0: <laughs> ring <laughs> and The cruiserweights Would have so much fun with it Yeah so well, just, at random, so it'd be kind of weird, but, like,
1: sometimes it'd be great, sometimes it wouldn't work out. I'm just imagining every Walter Powerbomb, every Kevin Owens, <laughs> one of just same,
0: <laughs> Oh, my God, he's just 450 into the audience! That's the hardest part of the, whoa! <laughs> All right, not today! <laughs> <laughs> just, just random times throughout the show, or random times, like, just, you know, Tuesday
1: it's soft, um, Wednesday it's hard. Um, I feel like random times when, like, people would make contact with it, because if it's just, like, random time when no one touched it, it's like, how would you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, that makes
0: sense. That's funny.
1: Um, I, was like, monster trucks around
0: the the blacked out areas of the arena, baby. (laughs) I'm bringing it back. I only have so many wishes, but I'm going to use one of the
1: three on this. (laughs) There are a few things that are louder and more distracting to any live assemblage of people than a monster truck, it it is the event. So, like, yeah. oh, God. Yeah, I know.
0: There's not going to be promos, but there's going to be <laughs> matches. <laughs> and, you know, it might be like, ah, this match is kind of boring. I don't care about, uh, you know, Eric Rowan versus uh, Luke Gallows or whatever, uh, which you should. I think they could both have a good match. But uh, if they, if you're bored with it, you look up, fucking monster trucks running through the seats, ruining the arena for you. <laughs> <laughs> Who hates comfortable seating. And the arena would be like, why did you do this, WWE? And they'll be like, "I, we didn't. There's a magic genie. <laughs> and one of our
1: fans wished about it. The WWE, historically, <laughs> very good at taking responsibility for its mistakes. <laughs> Absolutely willing to throw a magical genie under a bus.
0: <laughs>
1: why wouldn't they?
0: Oh, God. He's not associated with them. He's my dude. And he's making them... <laughs>
1: them monster trucks go all around the arena Mm. oh god it's a very very good referencing to how to make (laughs) wwe cool again yes that's that's part of how you do that yeah i just wanted to be cool yeah Uh, and like so i was reading today that um impact is going to be on access tv starting this fall so like even more wrestling is going to be coming to even more eyeballs yeah great i also read
0: there's a i haven't I don't know if I trust the source that said this, but there is a chance that they might be... Tr- or Anthem, the company that owns Impact, yep. might also be trying to buy ROH.
1: I mean, you might as well. Yeah. I watched a video today where Matt Taven and Roosh were beefing, and I'm just like, holy shit, I really... I I, I didn't know I could negative care about somebody, and then yeah. Matt Taven existed. I know. So...
0: It's, it's terrible. Also, yeah. somehow, they got Session Moth to sign with them. Ring of Honor? Yeah. Ah... I don't know. I don't understand how the economy of wrestling works. No. At all.
1: No. But yeah, um, I mean, I'd, I'd be for that if for no other reason than it at least gives credence to the idea that people could cross over, similar to, like, the NXT ecosystem. Yep. Why not mix Ring of Honor and Impact? Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah.
0: I've also read that the... Um, this was from the Observer, but I read that the current deal with Axis in New Japan doesn't run out until 2021. Hmm. So... That might be, like, a very wrestling-heavy channel Yeah. uh, from whenever Bound for Glory is. Up until 2021, they're going to have at least those two. And I don't know what their deal is with the WoW wrestling, but that's also on that channel. So we'll see. Oh, man. Imagine if, like, Lucha Underground wound up on there. (sighs) Oh, my God. I can't even imagine now that everybody's been blown to the wind. Right. But, like, I'm sure they can get somebody. Um fuck That's yeah great. yeah i know if, if by some insane chance season five of lucha underground happens uh on on access fuck i'm gonna have to get a tv again yeah
1: Yeah, <laughs> get a cable plan or whatever right yeah a few things that could make wrestling like appointment television wa- worth watching yeah uh this this was my baby this is All the right. one that I'm, I'm most happy of uh, make it so that fans understand the verbal translation of any word spoken in a match in any language. They can figure out the context on their own. Oh, right. But you, like, if you were watching New Japan or Progress or oh, any kind yeah, of wrestling, yeah. you don't need translation. You don't need subtitles. Yeah. You just get it. Yeah, it beamed right into your brain. Because I feel like the storytelling of like WWE wrestling, which is the majority of what I've watched in mm. my fandom. I get it, I get all the beats, yep. and so I'm always blown away when there's something slightly different and told a little bit better, which is why I like NXT UK, it's why I love New Japan, Yep. Um, but with New Japan, if there's no announce team and no translation, I'm really lost. Yeah. I feel like the action speaks a lot for itself, but I want to know more of like the motivations, the screams, the taunts, right. the cues. Yeah, that's why I had trouble when the um, stardom had their subtitle issue.
0: I was like, ah, there's. I get the matches, but like, I wanted a little bit more context. Yep. That's a good one. It'd be very, very annoying uh, when you run somebody who doesn't speak English uh, just outside of wrestling, though. Yep. And you're like, ah, can you just like, can we just do like a headlock? Yep. And you, you just try saying that again. Like, I'm not trying to hurt you. I just, try, I'm trying to understand you. Just calling <laughs> spots. Yeah. That's how I make friends. <laughs> I'm gonna chop you now, and then you just repeat what you just said. Woo! <laughs> um, my last one. Let's just have a wrestling genie storyline. <laughs> why hasn't that happened yet?
1: <laughs> I mean, if you're going to figure out a way to flatter the genie and to give you more wishes, this is one of the ways you can do well, it. Well, maybe.
0: I don't know. I just I think
1: that it writes itself. Yeah. You know, you have an evil genie
0: who's like doing the bidding of a heel, and then uh, you know a face tricks them into having a match where if the genie wins, the genie gets his freedom, and then I don't know what you do after that, but fucking that's the tr- it's right there. Right. I don't know why... I feel like if Lucha Underground went to seven seasons, we would have gotten that. Yeah. Um, Almost certainly. That's, like, the one place where I'm like, oh, yeah, magic shit. But I want more magic shit. And I want more magic shit that isn't just, like, Bray Wyatt stealing Undertaker's thunder and then not using it against him. Right.
1: You know? More supernatural shit. Yeah. Years ago, I had had this idea of if there was an evil wrestling federation that... Um, there'd be a corrupt owner as there is in like most companies and then like a figurehead uh, like champion who would just like run through the company. Yeah. But in through like all the episodes of however way you get from like champion is champion all the way to like champions cleaned out all the roster of like So this- like that New Japan anime? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very much like Tiger Mask. Yeah. Um, that like there's been a helpful AI that like announces things and has been in the background the whole time and when yeah. like every challenger is done it manifests itself into like a robot body. Yeah. And then it challenges the champion.
0: <laughs> yeah, I want more robots in wrestling too. Yeah,
1: I mean Jesus,
0: that's what we're messing with. Lucha Underground being in limbo or whatever it is, uh, we're probably dead. Yeah, it's 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 certainly we've definitely filed a missing persons report <laughs> for Lucha Underground. He at least did does. <laughs> yeah, and it is probably it's not looking good. Right there is uh, there's an alert out, and the cops haven't found anything. Uh, we we last saw a uh, Dario Cuervo's hair. Um, On the Brooklyn Bridge
1: (laughs) (laughs) Removed from his body (laughs) Um, As if it were a (laughs) wig
0: I miss Lucha Underground But season 4 makes me not miss Lucha Underground That hard
1: I, I mean, it, it gives more uh, weight to the final see- scene of the whole series, really, where Darek Guido just sits up and says, what the fuck? Yeah. He's just like, we're moving to Access. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it could have happened, too, because like some
0: of the Luch Underground guys were working in Impact yep. for a little bit there, and now it's too late. Um AEW sucked him up, and they're, they've got Orange Cassidy. God, imagine if they rebooted Luch Underground in AEW with that Orange Cassidy. Yeah! That'll be my third wish. Put Orange Cassidy into Lucha Underground like CGI him into the previous (laughs) seasons. Just have him standing. (laughs) Just have him stand in the middle of the ring while Lucha shit's happening around him. (laughs) It's literally the same thing. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oh my god. Like, what I love about Orange Cassidy is that you don't even have to CGI him. You could just take a still image <laughs> and just, like, paste it over some of the frame cells yeah. and just have it move a little yeah. bit and just, accomplish the exact same thing. Just one of those standees. Yep. Just stick it in the middle. Yeah. Um. So, yeah,
0: those are our genie wishes. <laughs> <laughs> if we had a genie, we'd waste them on some crazy shit. Yeah. Um, which is what you're supposed to do with a genie. Especially if it turns out that that genie's trying to fuck with you. Which happens sometimes. Right. That's why you got to be careful with small wishes. It's true. It's like a real monkeys pod. We don't trust monkeys. No, I don't trust monkeys either. I just trust one cat and one human and also my girlfriend, who's also a human. I just realized. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Took 26 episodes, but we got it. Yeah. And that's all I trust. Um, So, remember, don't trust anybody except for us and Bear County Jam bringing you the Wrestle Down for just this one week, because uh, honey, I I have too much honey now. <laughs> <laughs> what a tagline on any product box! It's like yeah. honey,
1: I, I have too much honey now.
0: <laughs> Mate, I'm I'm gonna once we sign off, I'm gonna go to Google, I'm gonna type too much honey now, and I'm gonna see if they'll sponsor us. Great, yeah, we'll see uh, next week. Tune in to see who will be advertising for us. Um, Unlike other shows, we're proud of our advertisers. We're putting them in the show. Um, Just like I put that genie into a Hell in a Cell match in my mind. (laughs) Yeah! Uh, um, An exploding Hell in a Cell death match. Um, Damn. Yeah. Uh, Hey, he's a genie. You gotta fight really hard to beat him. Gotta Um, rub him the right way. Gross. (laughs) 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 Gross. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, uh, yeah, I've been uh, Jared Paloppel, Twitter.com, swing dangling.
1: Dennis Bruno at DBruno42 on the Instagram at SenseiDennyB on Twitter. And Keaton, um, our, our mascot and best friend,
0: is on uh, Instagram as KeatonFuzzy. Um, have a good night. Have a good wrestle down. Wait, <laughs> <Eight>. you <laughs> just did. <eight. laughs> Thanks for listening up to the wrestle down. <laughs> Yeah.